Hello everyone and greetings to all astro darlings and welcome to the Golden Astrologer podcast. It is Sunday the 28th of January in the year 2024 and I welcome you to another episode as I broadcast this from lovely Escazú, Costa Rica where it is a beautiful becoming evening. So um, Uranus is direct. Uranus is direct, and it went direct in the wee hours between Friday and Saturday, and it is a very powerful stationary direct. It means that the planet of the unexpected brought us all sorts of unexpected things. So, you know, what you planned to do might have gotten turned upside down, as mine did several times last week. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it was, it was always a surprise. <laughs> so I, you know, I told you last week that Wednesday was my birthday, the 24th. And, you know, we had 10 people scheduled for dinner and then 10 became nine and then nine became five. <laughs> so, um, and there were people I would have invited and I didn't invite them because we already had 10 people and it was a lot for the restaurant, etc., etc. And what a shame, but five of us had a good time. And the next night I was going out with Yerlin, my coach and her husband, and he canceled because he had to work. And so she was annoyed with him, but we went together, she and I, and we went out to dinner. So it was always like somebody was canceling, somebody was canceling. And I went to go get a massage on Wednesday and I had all the intentions of using the spa at the hotel where I was getting the massage. And when I got there, I found out they were renovating the spa. And yes, I was getting a massage, but they were doing it in a room, in a hotel room. And they could not give me any spa services because they were renovating the spa. So I said to them, you know, it would be helpful if you told people when they called for an appointment that the spa is not available because people expect to use it. And of course, they didn't say anything when I said that. But they gave me a cake because I said, you know, it's my birthday and I want to use the spa. They gave me a cake, which I've been posting on Instagram and I posted today. And it was too big of a cake for me. And I don't really eat a lot of cake, but um, especially things that are so, so very sweet that come from, you know, commercial bakeries and stuff. So they, um, they gave me a cake and wrote Feliz Cumpleanos on the dish in chocolate, which was very lovely. But I definitely only took a bite. Um, and that was it. <laughs> so, you know, that was it. And then all sorts of stuff came up, you know, as far as, um, <laughs> you know, trying to get to another restaurant on Friday night just for not for birthday but for fun and that you know they didn't have any space for us just all sorts of unexpected things um so that was your uh, hey it could have been a lot worse right it could have been a big earthquake <laughs> it could have, these are small unexpected things but they were you know hindrances annoyances you know disappointments disappointments because I wanted people to come but so many things were going on and you know this was where this is where we were you know, expecting certain things and then not getting them. So, okay, this is what happens with Uranus. Sometimes you expect things and you get, you don't expect things and you get them, or you do expect things and you don't get them. And that is the nature of 
Uranian energy and things come out of nowhere, surprises happen, stuff just comes out of the blue. And it's been a very Uranian week with Pluto going into Aquarius last Saturday and this experience of Uranus going direct and the full moon. Remember the full moon was this week and that triggered all that sun Pluto stuff that was happening in Aquarius. Wow. <laughs> so as we speak, as I record this, our friend Mercury in Capricorn is trining Uranus. And that's an interesting thing because Mercury, I have that natally, so it's a recurrence for me, but it's an Earth, so it's a very good thing. It's, it's a good thing in Earth signs. It's very grounded. It's very stable. It's very um, moving through things smoothly and with a, with a practical sense, you know? And then... Um, you, you know, that's Uranus getting Mercury, and then tomorrow Uranus is going to get Mars, a trine from Mars. Now, this is very nice, because Mercury and Mars have been traveling together, and were exactly conjunct yesterday morning, and in Capricorn, and so there's been a lot of emphasis on communication, and emphasis, Mars is an emphasis-oriented planet, and any sort of things about communication and and precision and stuff Mars is very precise because it's you know it's like cutting it's like a knife you know so you have to be very you know precise when you're cutting things right so Mars and Mercury were very close together and that's why Mercury who's obviously pulling ahead of Mars because it's a faster planet and it it's making the aspect to Uranus today yeah and then tomorrow Mars is making the aspect the trine tomorrow evening 6 41 p.m eastern time so this is very interesting because these are smooth aspects to Uranus that has just stationed. So Uranus is stopped and so these planets are coming along and they're making these relationships to Uranus which is pretty much stopped in the sky and that gives them a very, very em emphatic, another sense of emphasis, another emphatic kind of energy because they're touching a planet that really is stationary, not really moving. So the impact is a little it's almost like going in slow motion you know something is happening in slow motion these planets are coming in they're fast but Mer but mercury and mercury's always fast mars is pretty fast and and uranus is standing there so very interesting they're getting it's getting uranus is getting one planet then another planet and so this is this is where they are right now very interesting it's very aquarius uranian these days okay it's all this Pluto now going into Aquarius. And this is going to be, you know, with that exception of those months later this year, we're going to have something in air for the next 20 years. So I think that's a good thing because it helps balance the planets because there are plenty of times when there's no air in the sky. And when there's no air in the sky, we don't think, we don't communicate, we, we kind of maybe act impulsively because maybe there's fire and stuff. Maybe we're not imagining things as much. Maybe we're not analyzing a little bit. Maybe we don't communicate as efficiently. You know, when there's too much earth, it's a little stuck, a little too practical. We're not dreaming something up. You know, with the water and the air, the water feels it, the air thinks it. It's all that, and the fire takes the action, and the earth grounds it and makes it a reality. But, but when we are looking at things like, you know, no air in the sky, for an air sign like me, it's uncomfortable. And so that one planet in the background of everything 
in air is going to actually really stabilize and keep the, we've had so much earth for so long remember uranus has been in taurus for a long time pluto's been in capricorn for a long time it's good to have a different element because it makes us a little more imaginative a little more communicative a little less you know every day one step at a time i don't want to say drudgery but it's just so so practical so grounded so much as opposed to things that are a little more you know sparkly air is sparkly aquarius is particularly sparkly because it's ruled by uranus which is a planet of electricity right so things are electrical right now and um it's funny um i've been getting these messages from cancerian friends so like one cancerian friend texted me and like ah uh, it's been so hard these last couple weeks i just can't wait for february january's been so rough and i had another cancerian friend that i was having a conversation with right before i sat down to do this and she was saying ah you know it's been so rough and <laughs> january's been so hard it's been one thing after another and i think these people are going to get some relief now that capricorn is less emphasized in the sky and pluto has left capricorn for now and you know it's it was that drag of the last degree of capricorn and Pluto dragging through that, that really kind of socked those Cancerians opposite Capricorn and really gave them, you know, the one-two punch kind of. Both of these people told me they had COVID, you know, they during this these last weeks. Um, too many things, too much stuff happening for them. And yes, I really felt the drag of Pluto at the end because the sun was there too. So remember what we were talking about last week, the sun and Pluto sort of dragging through that last couple of degrees of Capricorn and very, very intense. It's like the when you boil something down to its essence, you know, when you boil like uh, something down, if you've ever boiled Chinese herbs, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> when you're boiling things down, when you put the water in, it's not as it's not as deep and intense and as dark and whatever. When you when you're boiling those Chinese herbs and you come up with the brew, it's like oh my god, that's intense. That's that's like it tastes like dirt. <laughs> If you've ever had Chinese herbs, um, they taste like dirt. But that's what it reminds me of, like boiling down to its essence. And that was that 29 degrees of Capricorn, right? So moving through the 29 degrees of Capricorn, moving through to Aquarius, brighten things up. And I think that when I tell people, hey, you know, Pluto's an Aquarius, now it's going to be a little better for you, then I think that that's going to, I hope that's going to help them because I'm like, no, yeah, that was Pluto going through Capricorn and you're a Cancerian. So the Libras, the Aries, the Capricorns and the Cancerians are going to be relieved because Pluto is out of Capricorn for now and for most of this year. And, you know, now it, it's the turn of us Aquarius, you know, I'm Aquarius Leo rising, Aquarius Leo Scorpio Taurus that we're getting Pluto but you know it's different in Aquarius like I said Aquarius is a sparkly sign it's ruled by an electrical planet you know the traditional ruler was Saturn but I you know I don't I don't ever really think of Aquarius with Saturn maybe a little bit um but really Uranus for me works <laughs> <laughs> just the just the whole concept of one's nervous system when you're in Aquarius. That's that's Uranus to me. <laughs> so, 
Yes, absolutely. This is this is a sparklier moment because of all this Uranian energy. Now that Uranus is direct, everything is direct. Everything's direct. No Mercury retrograde, no Venus retrograde. Nothing's in retrograde, folks. Now Uranus will start to move over these next days. And then on Sunday, next Sunday, the 4th of February, because we are now approaching February because January is almost finished. Today is the 28th, and we've got three more days after today so we're like three and a half more days and then we move into february and sunday is the fourth of february and mercury will move into aquarius later that night it's really like midnight it moves in and eastern time so it's kind of the wee hours of monday the fifth but for me it'll be like 11 p.m mercury goes into aquarius so here we are now Pluto will be ruled by Uranus. Mercury will be ruled by Uranus. And so, and the sun will be ruled by Uranus. So now we have three things in Aquarius. It's like, hey, Aquarius is finally getting their moment. So I think this is um, a, a, a lot of energy. Aquarius is always high strung. It's a higher vibrational energy. It's, you know, zapping you and surprising you and... Now, when planets enter Aquarius, like Mercury will do next Sunday, or Monday, they immediately conjunct Pluto because Pluto has newly entered Aquarius and it's at the very beginning of the sign. So something comes into Aquarius, boom, it conjuncts Pluto. Sort of like the sun last week, even though the sun went in first, but they were really conjunct. Um, so Mercury will conjunct Pluto on Monday the 5th. Now, that's not this week, that's next week, but... That's at 7.58 a.m. Monday the 5th, uh, Eastern Time. Mercury is going to conjunct Pluto. And then, you know, later in February, we're going to get Mars and then Venus moving along, conjuncting Pluto, coming into Aquarius and conjuncting Pluto. Now, that's a lot of energy going into Aquarius, okay? That's going to keep everything sparkly and exciting, it's an excitable energy. It's an exciting energy. It's um, a very transformative energy because that's the nature of Pluto. But everything gets very uh, excitable and agitated and maybe a little explosive. And Aquarius can be, like I said, the nervous system of Aquarius tells me Uranus is the planet, right? So there's a lot of high energy, high energy from Mercury and then eventually Mars and eventually Venus. And so the relationship planets are going to one by one conjunct Pluto next month. So I think February is going to be pretty powerful. And I think there's a lot to look forward to, but it's, there's going to be surprises. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's like, I'm like talking about a, a, an event, like a game show or something, and there's going to be surprises and prizes and wild events. So join us. Yeah. You can't avoid joining us in February. This is going to be part of life. <laughs> right. So there's, there's some wild energies coming <laughs> and it's interesting because you know, we are in a place where Mercury is winding down its annual visit to Capricorn. And, you know, it was in Capricorn and went retrograde in Capricorn and then went back into Sagittarius. And now it's finally just, it's out of its shadow, as we know, last weekend. And it's now moving forward uh, through Capricorn, leaving, getting ready to leave Capricorn. So this is going to be a lot of energy that is maybe confusing to some people because Aquarius energy kind of comes out of nowhere and things with Aquarius kind of come and Uranus come out of nowhere. So 
I was reading one astrological report from a website I subscribe to, and they said there may be that people don't know what's going on yet. They haven't figured out what's happening. Like, that's for the, the uninitiated. That's for people who don't pay attention to astrology. They're like, I feel like I've been hit with something like a lightning bolt, and I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that's part of it. But then it's always about planning for the future because Aquarius is a futuristic type of energy. Aquarius is always thinking about the future. And hence the nervous system thing again. You know, anxiety is about the future. Anxiety is what's going to happen. Oh my goodness. What if, what if, what if? That's the future. I'm worrying about what's going to happen. Depression is about the past. Why did that happen to me? I'm, it's so heavy. That was so heavy. It's, you know, and it's that sort of slower energy that revolves around depressive, you know, activities, depressive feelings, and just sort of stuck in the past. So I think, I think my coach said that. I think she told us that depression is about the past and anxiety is about the future. And really, we want to balance that. We want to get excited about the future and the possibilities of what can come. The one thing that is really powerful in the Aquarian Uranian realm is the, the energy of infinite possibilities infinite possibilities this is what's so important about uranian energy there has to be some part of astrology that rules infinite possibilities that rules um the unknown and the unknown is it's important to have the unknown you know it's important to be in the unknown because we have to have something that we can conjure up and have faith about. What if we knew everything? That would be horrible, right? <laughs> we have to say heaven only knows, right? It's, and, and things aren't formed yet. And so I have my alchemy deck of cards and there's, there's one card called the uncreated and it asks you to think about what happens, like where you live in a house that was only an idea once, right? You live in a city that was only an idea once. What happens when you think about things that way? That we don't know what's coming. We know what we'd like to create and perhaps an idea is born out of that. And so this would be really... Um, the uncreated because ideas are born all the time. Ideas are born all the time. And so that's the sparkly part of Uranus. It's the innovation. It's about the future. It's about that futuristic energy. It's the energy of in invention. Uranus and Aquarius are inventors. They're innovators. They're, that's why it rules technology, you know. But this is such a powerful energy right now that all of us can be inventors right now. We can come up with something that's just going to make our day easier. Infinite possibilities. Um, you know, it's it, and that's the deeply creative experience of Aquarius and Uranus, you know? And so we have to, as Tony Robbins says, stop worrying about what could go wrong and get excited about what great things could happen. And that's the part of appreciating the unknown, appreciating the unknown, as opposed to 
being frightened of the unknown, being appreciative of what, like something could come out of nowhere and surprise you. Isn't that the case? Don't we want something sparkly to happen? When you run into someone you haven't seen in a really long time and there's this synchronistic moment, and I think of synchronistic as Aquarius too. It's like you step into the supermarket and there's like your buddy that you haven't seen in months because you've both been too busy to like get together. And there's someone, you know, that you run into at the bookstore and they become a friend and you start, that happened to me many years ago. I ran into someone at an astrology bookstore and I started talking to them and then we became friends, she and I. So, um, we were studying astrology. So that's, that's the beautiful thing about the unknown. Tomorrow, something can happen that changes the course of events for a, a good many people. And I think this is going to be something we have to get used to. You know, something that we have to get used to as far as this Pluto and Aquarius is going to live through our lives these next bunch of years. So what's sparkly in your life? What makes you light up? What ideas do you have? What imagination is running through you right now? And I'm, I'm glad. I think that this is something where we can break the conventions and break the rules because that's what Aquarius does. It is highly unconventional and non-traditional. And the experience of that is really something that will give us ideas, the uncreated, it, and then suddenly we create. So suddenly there's this energy. See, the ideas come in the quantum field and they're sort of buzzing around us and before they become a reality. So there, there's an energy, there's something we want, there's something we're desiring, there's something we want to make and create. And, you know, like I said, your house was an idea. And then someone drew plans and then it became more and more reality and someone built the house. So, you know, the room you're sitting in as you listen to this or your car that you're sitting in, if you're listening to this in your car, you know, those were ideas somebody had and now they're reality. So now they went from the 5D, the quantum field, to the 3D. And that experience is profound. You know, we thought, oh yeah, they had an idea. They came up with this car, blah, blah, blah. They came up, oh yeah, they built the house. We take it for granted. We see these things happen all the time, but actually they weren't there before. <laughs> so, you know, that's, that's the sparkly thing about Aquarius and Uranus and uh, the innovation and the recognition of the innovation and the an unconventional energy. This is the time to seed new things and all the planets are direct, right? So it's a great time um, to seed new things and to start becoming more magnetic and start magnetizing things in our life. Magnetizing energies are also very Uranian, right? So this is, this is something very important to start like magnetizing something to you. We have to leave space for magic to happen. If we keep all of our space busy, meaning we're working all the time, and we're constantly at something we're constantly doing instead of just being, magic doesn't happen that way. Magic has to happen when there is space. It doesn't involve 
like filling up every moment um, with chores. You know, of course we have to do chores, but you have to just make time to be, to sit outside in nature, to be connected to something greater than yourself. And we have to uh, allow the space for that. We have to allow the space for that. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, it's the Golden Astrologer, my account, and you may have seen that I am discussing how I came to Costa Rica. I'm telling stories about how I came to Costa Rica. Now I'm on part four and I have to write up part five. And, you know, I came to Costa Rica first because I came on vacation, okay? So magic happened because I took time away, not because I was home looking at magazines with like pictures of tropical places because I actually took the step and came to a tropical place and found out that lucky me, um, it had chosen me <laughs> and I was going to choose it. So, you know, this is a very powerful experience allowing the magic to happen in our lives. And I think Aquarius is a magician in many times. Uranus is the magician. Um, Certainly, I always think of Uranus as the magician in the tarot, you know, the magician. They have all the, the tools. They have all the magic. They've got things up their sleeves. They can pull things out of nowhere for our, for our enjoyment, for our experience, for our entertainment, for our changing our lives, for our, you know, desire to have something completely different happen. So Uranus is not normal. That's why, like Aquarians, they're they are joked about. They dye their hair blue. It's made fun of. Oh yeah, they're the ones that dye their hair blue, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I've never dyed my hair a color other than the natural color. <laughs> um, you know, it's it's not. You're never going to get a typical Aquarius. You're going to get. I had one friend describe this very well. Aquarians. You know, they're different for the sake of being different. So even they're going to be different from other Aquarians. But but Aquarians look like, so there's people running around a track, right? And I may have said this before on this podcast. There's people running around a track. And the Aquarian is, looks like they're behind. But they actually have been around the track at least once or more times before the people who are look like they're ahead of them around a track, right? So you know when you're running and... People are behind you. They start running after you, but you run around the track and then you, you're coming up behind them and they look like they're ahead of you, but they are actually behind you because you've run the track more. The person running the track more is Aquarius. They're, they're the Aquarian energy because they've, and they kind of look retro. Like I remember my teacher, Michael Luton saying, Aquarians kind of have that retro look. Yeah, they kind of have that like space age look. We do. Um, and it's, it's a funny thing, like I, that whole concept of looking like you're far behind, but really you're very far ahead. That's the futuristic nature of Aquarius. Um, so that's why Aquarians come up with things and people look at them as if they're crazy and you're like, oh, that was so weird. Why do they think of that? You know, um, and actually it's because They've got that crazy, uncreated energy that's like rolling through them and they want to express it and they tell you their ideas. And so that's, that's a very Aquarian, Aquarian energy. 
before Mercury leaves Capricorn, it will sextile Neptune on Friday the 2nd. Um, that's in bulk. That is at the Celtic holiday. That means you, halfway through winter in the north. Um, and Neptune and Mercury are, they, you know, that's a good aspect. That's a nice sextile. Um, they're, they're going to, that's good for intuition. It's good for speaking. It's good for expressing creativity. Very good. And so this is the last week that Mercury will be in Capricorn. And this is the last time that we are going to see Mercury in Capricorn this year, because like I said, it was retrograde, but Venus and Mars are still in Capricorn and they will, like I said, next month, eventually shift into Aquarius. And so this is an interesting, interesting dynamic as we go from all of that cat one by one, each planet is going to the personal planets and Pluto. They're all, they're all going to hit Pluto one at a time as they enter Aquarius. So they, they're going to get this initiation when they walk in the door, right? This didn't happen last year. The, the inner planets were finished with Aquarius, you know, Mercury, Venus, they were done with Aquarius by the time Pluto went into Aquarius at the end of March. So this is the first time the inner planets are all touching Aquarius. Um, well, the moon always does, you know, the moon will do that in a few weeks. And this is the first time, like, the sun did and then mercury and then as they conjunct pluto as they step into the sign so this is this is we're getting a strong dose of this energy and it should by the end of february we should really understand what it's going to feel like okay um there is a new moon on friday the 9th that's not this week it's almost two weeks away that is at 20 Aquarius and there's always a new moon in Aquarius this time of year the sun and the moon will get together that is Chinese New Year it is the year of the dragon so that's pretty exciting right a Chinese New Year with Pluto and Aquarius this is the first time in our lifetime so I thank you for listening this is the Golden Astrologer Podcast. I am Deb McBride you can see me for astrology sessions if you go to my website thegoldenastrologer.com and you can work with me um, in astrology, in Reiki, in expansion mentoring. Very nice. And you will see my master classes there. It's all under book online at thegoldenastrologer.com. You can look at there. My Instagram, as I mentioned, is thegoldenastrologer. I am available to for hire <laughs> for a session, for a quiet session as in Reiki or a talkative session as in astrology or a longer relationship as an expansion mentoring, which goes three months, six months, 12 months. Thank you so much for listening. Um, think about what you can create. Think about what you can create under this energy. This energy is very powerful for creative. Think for creativity. Think about what hasn't been created. And you know what? Like trust your insights, trust your intuitions, trust the zap of the lightning energy that you're going to get that um, gives you the creative impulse that is so um, that's so Uranian, you know, that zap of energy that gives you the creative impulse. I will see you on next week's podcast and see you during the week for astrology on Instagram. Thank you so much for listening. Have a beautiful week. Gratitude to all.